Welcome to Steamy Stories. This daily podcast features the best developing authors of love stories, along with exotic journals of passionate and explicit human interaction. Our curators have selected stories each day, bringing a diverse collection of storylines. Some are historic, some are futuristic, but they all relate to the human quest of physical and emotional desires for sexual expression. We delve into the youthful discovery of sexuality. We chronicle the vast expressions of healthy affection and sex drive. We feature the creative ways that real people overcome life's adversities and limitations and still find sexual fulfillment. And we celebrate the successes of people who restore losses in their love life and go on living in a pleasurable and generous way. Balanced sexuality is essential to healthcare for body, soul, and spirit. Subscribe to Steamy Stories podcast in your mobile apps and browsers. And now, today's story. Lost in Eros, Book 2, The Forest Part 9 By Bradenton Larry As their lips parted, and he looked into her emerald eyes, Madeline said, I really shouldn't. You really should, Don smiled and then kissed her again. With his left hand, he untied the silk belt that held her robe tight around her waist. Letting the robe fall open as they kissed, his hand slipped in and ran along her warm skin, moving around her waist to her back again. As she parted her lips and his tongue slipped into her mouth, Don lowered his right hand from her cheek to gently caress her throat before moving to her shoulder, where it eased her robe off her shoulder. When his palm glided over and then cupped her bare breast, she shuddered. Her nipple was hard against his palm. Kissing her more deeply and intently, Don moved his hand slowly over the curve of her breast, enjoying its full weight. A low moan blossomed in her throat, and Don's hand slipped lower, gliding over her belly until he felt the short hairs of her lower abdomen against his fingertips. He moved a little lower and Madeline parted her legs a bit for him. When he brushed his fingertips against her lower lips, already a bit dewy, Don felt her hands on his robe's belt, untying the knot that held it in place. By the time his fingers had gently parted her and were probing into her warm wetness, his robe was open and her hands were on his straining manhood. He slowly pushed two fingers up into her, she pulled and squeezed him. Don broke their kiss to look into her eyes. She looked back at him with flushed lust. Any play acting was gone. Still Don remembered that he was charged with making this look like a convincing seduction. He withdrew his slippery fingers, which elicited a low whimper and a frown from Madeline, and then bent down to slip his arm under her legs. Pushing up with his strong legs, Don lifted her in his arms and carried her to the bed. Laying her down gently, he took a moment to admire her long, pale, perfect body as she looked back up and him with her breasts rising and falling with anticipation. Don reached out to run his fingers over her face, lightly caressing her with tantalizingly tentative touch, and then down over her neck, along her collarbone, over the swelling curve of her breast, around and over her nipple, then slowly down her belly. Don rose and moved around to stand, where her knees extended off the edge of the bed. He reached out to run his hands over her long muscular thighs. Remembering that she was playing the part of resistance, Madeline resisted when he urged her thighs apart. Don smiled down at her and bent over. He continued to caress her legs as he lightly kissed her thighs, moving up and down them. Finally, he made his way to her neatly trimmed bush, kissing it firmly, lingeringly. When he pressed his hands against her thighs, she very slowly parted them. 
Don did not dive right into the dish she reluctantly served him, though, but slowly settled in between her legs, lightly kissing his way along the sensitive inner surface of her upper thighs. He lightly kissed her pink pussy, and then retraced his path along her thighs, this time kissing more firmly and longer. He also began to lightly pinch her flesh between his teeth. By the time his mouth returned to her pussy, Madeline was squirming on the bed, and her hands were moving over her upper body. He ran his tongue over her, savoring the sweat nectar already seeping from between her lips. He did it again, pressing a bit harder. The next time, his tongue pushed between those lips, delving along the inner folds just outside her vagina. On this pass, Don's tongue glided over her clit and Madeline let out a low moan. He gently sucked her clit into his mouth, pulling on it, as two fingers held her open, spread for him. Don released her clit and lowered himself to probe again with his long, strong tongue. Madeline writhed on the bed as he pushed his tongue into her delicious, wet pussy. Then, Don returned his attention to her clit, licking it slowly and firmly. As soon as Madeline was relaxed and enjoying this, Don pushed two fingers slowly up inside her ready pussy. Oh yes. Madeline sighed. Don gradually increased the tempo and pressure of his licking, while steadily pumping his fingers in and out of her now dripping pussy. After only a few minutes, Madeline threw her arm down and held Don's head to her as she cried out. Her back arched and her pussy squeezed and pulled at his fingers. Don kept licking her as she came, slowly and steadily maintaining the intensity of the sensations that had driven her into this ecstasy. She started to come down, only to explode again and again. By the third orgasm she was thrashing on the bed, and it took some effort for Don to keep his mouth on her. When she was done, though, she pushed him away from her, and said, Fuck me, Don. His lower face slippery and shiny with Madeline's passion, Don wiped his grinning mouth off on the back of his hand and stood up. He shrugged his robe off and let it fall to the floor. Taking hold of Madeline's thighs, he pulled her toward him so that her butt was on the edge of the mattress. She was squeezing her breasts and watching him, as Don smiled at her, and took the hard shaft of his cock, and pushed it down until the fat head was slipping between her dripping lips. He paused and said with a mocking smile, Are you sure this is what you want? Yes. Give it to me, she exclaimed. With one firm motion he penetrated her, sinking fully into her livid embrace. She moaned and rolled her head back in its pillow of red-brown hair. Don held still for fear that he might abruptly come. So intense was his arousal, Madeline was one of the most beautiful women he'd ever been with in the courtship, and foreplay up till now had been the longest of any he'd known since coming to Eros. When he was sure he wouldn't come precipitously, he bent down and lifted her thighs up in his hands, then lifted her exquisite long legs until they were up on his shoulders. With his hands holding her firm thighs, Don began to pull his cock back out of Madeline. As soon as he was almost all the way out of her, he drove in again forcefully, making her gasp. Again and again he pulled out and then shoved in, and with each thrust he pushed up against her clit. Yes, Don, fuck me. Madeline cried out. She was now squeezing her own breasts fervently, subjecting her nipples to enthusiastic punishment. Any thought of putting on a show of seduction was now completely gone from Don's mind. Now all he could think of was fucking Madeline's wonderful pussy with utter abandon. His body made itself into a screwing machine, muscles, sinews, bones and cock all ravishing the glorious creature on the bed in front of him. 
She let out a long, low moan in staccato rhythm in time with the pounding Don was giving her pussy and clit. Don felt his balls tightening and his cock swelling inside her. Then, abruptly, she threw her arms out straight at her sides and caught the silken cover of her bed in tight clenching fists. Her whole body arched, so that from her butt to the top of her head her back was up off the bed. Madeline screamed as her orgasm blew through her, a sexual inferno. Don shoved hard into her, filling her up with his cock just as his thick jet of cum shot into her. His world became nothing but the exquisite feeling of coming inside this woman. Again and again he pumped his seed into her, until he reeled, lightheaded and slumped forward, doubling her over on herself on the bed. Day 5 Tasha is tied up again and frustrated. Only one step remained to the wizard's plan, one final stage of transforming his marriage into the free-spirited, open one he craved. Or, at least so he thought. As he informed Don and the girls during the afternoon, the wizard had coaxed a confession from his wife that she had enjoyed the sex with Don. After a bit more prodding, Madeline had broken down and admitted that she had loved it and wanted more. Now, the plan was to get Madeline to give in to her lust in the right context, so as to make the move to non-monogamy complete. So, the plan, such as it was, for tonight was to put everyone in the same room and see what happened. Of course, Don, Amy, Nicole and Shalonda were tasked with making sure that something interesting did happen. With Madeline more or less in on things, and the wizard anxiously hoping that mischief would occur, the success of the evening was as certain as such a thing could be. All that remained in doubt was how to get things going. After a somewhat subdued dinner, Don escorted his three companions through the empty, candlelit corridors of the wizard's home. Don was wearing what he thought of as casual evening wear a light jacket, buttoned white shirt and slacks. The women were wearing sexy evening gowns, both Amy and Shalonda were sporting impressive cleavage, and Nicole compensated by wearing the shortest skirt. Arm in arm, they finally came to a large sitting room with a fire glowing in an ornate fireplace. There were half a dozen comfortable chairs, settees, chaise lounges and love seats arranged in an uneven circle around the room. The four of them made themselves comfortable as they waited. It wasn't long at all, though, before the wizard joined them with Madeline on his arm. The wizard had foregone his robes for a dark suit and had his white hair swept back from his broad brow. Madeline was wearing a slinky evening gown that pushed her breasts up and had long slits showing off her perfect legs. Her beautiful hair spilled over her bare shoulders. Introductions were made all around. The wizard finished with, and of course, you know Don. It's good to see you again, Madeline, Don smiled, taking her hand. Then, feeling like there was no better way to get things started than by leaping right in, he pulled her in and kissed her. Madeline returned the kiss ardently for a moment, but then pushed him back a bit. She smiled and said, it's good to see you, too, Don. Apparently still playing up her feigned reluctance, Madeline turned to the girls and said, I hope my husband has been making you comfortable. Well, comfortable, yes, Amy said with a mischievous glimmer in her eye. She was reclining on a chaise. Oh, yes, he's mentioned that you seek help to find your friend, Madeline said. Yes, but don't you think it's a host's obligation to see to his guest's needs? Amy pressed. Yes, of course, Madeline nodded as she sat down on a chair across from Amy. The wizard had seated himself in a high-backed chair directly opposite the fireplace, 
and Nicole and Shalonda were cuddled together on a nearby love seat. Don took a seat between Madeline and Nicole and Shalonda. Madeline asked, is there some need that hasn't been attended to? Well, Amy leaned forward a bit, which accentuated her full breasts, and smiled conspiratorially at Madeline. You know women have particular needs. Of course. Sexual needs, Amy winked. Hasn't Don? Oh, yes, Don's been great, Amy nodded. He certainly gets the job done, as you know. Madeline did a good job of feigning a bit of surprise and embarrassment. Amy was on a roll, and continued, but, after all, there are three of us and only one of him. You have each other, Madeline pointed out. She nodded over to Nicole and Shalonda. The former had quietly pushed the latter's gown out of the way to free one perfect tit, and had proceeded to tease and caress it. Well, yes, but we don't have cocks, do we? Amy insisted. Oh, are you saying that my husband's a poor host because he hasn't fucked you? Madeline said with just the right combination of innocence and candidness. The wizard was gaping at his wife. Don had to bite his cheek to keep from laughing. That's exactly what I'm saying, Amy smiled. Well, we don't have many visitors, Madeline considered. We really aren't accustomed to the etiquette of having guests. Oh, that's quite all right. Amy shrugged and said, just for future reference, though. I understand, Madeline nodded. Then, she turned to her husband and said, Dear, I do believe you have been negligent as a host. Clearly surprised by the quick turn events had taken, the wizard blinked at his wife and said, So I gather. Well, don't you think you should do something to correct the situation? Madeline cocked her head toward Amy, who was listening as if she were completely disinterested. Um, ah, uh, was all the wizard could manage. Here, honey, Madeline sprang lightly to her feet and took her husband's big hand, pulling him to his feet. She then led him over to stand in front of Amy. Quickly squatting next to the tall man, she undid his slacks and reached in to draw out the wizard's penis. Here you go, Amy, Madeline smiled, giving the phallus a kiss and a few strokes to encourage it. Then, Madeline stood and said quietly, but loud enough for at least Don and Amy to hear, you got to watch Don and me, don't you think I should get to watch you? Before the wizard could reply to this, Amy had leaned forward off the chaise and taken his flaxed organ into her mouth. Madeline took a seat where she could get a good view, as Amy proceeded to suck and stroke the older man's cock to very impressive hardness. The other girls also moved in closer to get a better look. Don watched Madeline's face as she watched Amy enthusiastically going down on her husband's thick shaft, Madeline's expression was one of intense concentration and excitement, an unselfconscious smile was on her red lips. Nicole and Shalonda decided to get in on the action. They got up and, moving to either side of the wizard, began to undress him. Don was a little surprised to see that the apparently ancient man had a lean, muscular body. When they had finished, the girls quickly undressed each other, they were by now quite expert at this. Then Nicole got down on her knees between the chaise and the wizard and took over the oral duties from Amy so the latter could shed her own clothes. Shalonda, on the other hand, crossed over to where Madeline was watching everything with intent fascination. Don got up and crossed over to help Shalonda undress the wizard's wife. Although she smiled at both Don and Shalonda and let her hands caress and play with Shalonda's naked body, Madeline's eyes kept returning to the wizard and the other two girls. Amy had gotten up on her hands and knees upon the chaise lounge, 
and Nicole had coaxed the wizard down to stand behind her. Madeline smiled lovingly at her husband and nodded, and then he began to fuck Amy's very willing pussy from behind. Amy was quite vocal in her approval, saying, oh, yes. That feels so good. Put it in me fuck me. Show your wife how well you fuck your guests. Madeline could see from Amy's passionately contorted facial expressions that she wasn't just putting on a show. Nicole made herself busy caressing and kissing both Amy's and the wizard's bodies. By the time Nicole had worked her way underneath Amy to catch hold of Amy's tits as they swung back and forth, Shalonda had nestled herself between Madeline's long legs and was lapping away at her hostess's clit and pussy. Realizing that he was the last person still wearing clothes, Don stepped to the side and quickly stripped. When he returned to her side, Madeline immediately caught hold of his hard cock and pulled him closer. Unable to take her eyes off her husband plowing into Amy, Madeline stroked and squeezed Don with one hand and held Shalonda's head in place with the other. As Amy cried out that she was coming, Madeline moaned in her chair as her own body tensed with a prolonged, convulsive orgasm. She held onto Don very tightly and pushed herself down against Shalonda's mouth. When Madeline finally collapsed back in her chair, she grinned up at Don and down at Shalonda and caught her breath. That was great, she said, to both of them and to herself. Across the room, Amy had climbed off the chaise and the wizard's cock, only to allow Nicole to climb up on the chaise and to lie on her back, spreading her legs in invitation. The wizard glanced over at his wife, got a reassuring grin, and promptly got on his knees at the end of the chaise and pushed himself into Nicole. Following Amy's vocal lead, Nicole yelled out, Damn, that's big. You're killing me. Yes, yes, fuck me. Now, Madeline said, How can I thank you both for this wonderful experience? I think I have an idea, Don smiled. In another minute, Shalonda was lying back on a large ottoman, and Madeline was on her hands and knees between Shalonda's legs. As Madeline began to kiss and lick at Shalonda with enthusiastic abandon, Don knelt behind Madeline and pushed the fat head of his sex into her waiting pussy. Don took his time pushing into Madeline, relishing every sensation, and then settled into a steady, slow, deep fucking. He had no intention of coming yet, and wanted to let Madeline concentrate on her cunnilingus. After all, he thought, at the very least she hadn't had any recent practice. Meanwhile, over at the chaise, Amy had managed to straddle Nicole's face and was grinding herself down on Nicole's talented mouth and tongue. Amy's hands were on her own tits, squeezing them and pinching her nipples, while Nicole's were on Amy's ass, holding the blonde in place. The wizard had Nicole's legs up against his chest and shoulders as he fucked her, in imitation of the treatment he'd seen Don give his wife the night before. In front of him, Don saw Shalonda, her back arched, beautiful round breasts thrust ceiling ward, as she let her head hang off the end of the ottoman. He admired the young woman's perfect abs, as she shifted and writhed under Madeline's oral ministrations. Then there was the pile of auburn hair and Madeline's strong, thin back, her narrow waist and perfect ass, just in front of where he could see his cock sliding in and out of her. Then there was a rising chorus of feminine moans, as an orgasmic storm swept through the room. Shalonda went first, crying out loudly, yes. Yes. God, yes. Don found it extremely hot to watch the athletic young woman half sitting up, her muscles straining and her face twisted in ecstasy. Amy was next, announcing her second orgasm of the evening with, 
that's it, baby, lick me just like that. That's good. Yes, yes, yes. Fuck yes. While she was covering Nicole's face with her slick juices, Nicole herself began to groan and shake. Her tiny body tensed and strained between the wizard and Amy, as she came hard and long. There was a bit of a lull, then, followed by a general rearrangement. It was now Shalonda's turn to enjoy the wizard's staff. He laid down on the chaise lounge, and she got up over him, straddling his body with her muscular thighs. Soon, she had him up inside her pussy and he had his big hands on her perfect breasts, as she rode up and down on his thick cock. She had a happy smile on her adorable face as she worked her body on him. Amy, who seemed to have a theme in mind, waited until the wizard and Shalonda had a good rhythm going, and then straddled his face, lowering her very wet pussy to his bearded face. She leaned forward and kissed Shalonda. Soon the two women were alternating between making out and sucking on the other's full tits. Nicole crawled over to Don and Madeline, who had moved to a spooning position, lying on their side, with Don still fucking her from behind. Nicole lay down in front of Madeline and kissed her hostess. Madeline tasted Amy's sweet nectar on Nicole's mouth and face and was soon licking and lightly sucking it off. Nicole grinned and laughed at this while slipping her hand up between Madeline's legs until she got her fingers on the woman's clit. Don kept sliding in and out of Madeline's pussy while she and Nicole made out and Nicole played with her. When Nicole lowered her head to Madeline's breast and began to suckle on one of her nipples Madeline was pushed over the edge, and she came in a long, ragged clenching and gasping orgasm. After lying together, lightly kissing and caressing each other, long enough to let Madeline recover, she, Don and Nicole untangled themselves and turned their attention to Amy, Shalonda and the wizard. They watched as Amy came yet again, shuddering atop the wizard's face. Then, Amy concentrated on Shalonda's tits, sucking on one nipple and then the other. Soon, Shalonda was clutching Amy's head to her chest as she writhed happily on the wizard's cock. As those three slowly got off the chaise, Madeline said to Don, I want to do something. In another minute, Madeline was on her hands and knees between Don and her husband. She was sucking on Don's cock, already wet with her sweet pussy juice, while the wizard fucked her steadily from behind. She shoved back on her husband's cock while giving Don quite enthusiastic and sloppy head. Don found it incredibly erotic to watch this angelic creature, with her movie star beauty lustily taking his cock into her mouth and throat while she was simultaneously being fucked hard from behind. She paused a moment, taking her mouth off Don to say over her shoulder, yes, baby, fuck me just like that, just like you fucked the others, and just like Don was fucking me. I am going to make Don come with my mouth. Do you like that, honey? Yes, the wizard replied emphatically. Swallow his cum. Madeline flashed on a happy grin, and then said, Only if you promise to fill my pussy with your cum. The wizard laughed, and said, happily. Madeline quickly went back to sucking on Don, letting him fuck in and out of her mouth. Glancing over to the girls watching the show, Don relaxed and let his body do what it wanted. Building quickly at the base of his balls, tightening and filling rapidly upward, Don's orgasm burst through his cock, flooding Madeline's mouth and throat and then her belly with his cum. He pushed deep into Madeline's welcoming oral embrace and pumped jet after jet of his seed into her. His head was thrown back and he only barely held onto consciousness. Laughing a little to himself, he caught his balance, leaned down to kiss Madeline's forehead 
and then held her, as the wizard shoved even more forcefully into her and groaned. Madeline grinned and pushed back onto him, saying, Yes, baby, give it all to me. As the wizard slumped over and slowly pulled out of his wife, the three girls closed in. Shalonda, who had been the only one not to get her mouth on the wizard's cock earlier, caught his slightly deflated cock, and made sure to suck down any remaining cum Nicole got between Madeline's legs, and was soon lapping up the cream the wizard had left there. Amy attacked Don's cock with her usual enthusiasm, and quickly had him ready for more action. As he smiled down at Amy's pretty face, already planning to lay her back and fuck her, and as he saw the wizard enjoying Shalonda's impressive skills, and watched Madeline laying back to let Nicole have her way with her pussy and clit, Don thought the seduction of the wizard's wife had gone very well indeed. Chapter 11. Tusha's Submission. Tusha finds a way out of her situation. Tusha tried to block out the fact of the lesbian orgy going on all around her by closing her eyes and bowing her head. Unfortunately there was not only the sound of something like 40 women having loud, happy sex filling her ears, but there was also the thick, heady fragrance of feminine sexuality filling the air. Tusha was certain she had never been so turned on in her life. If she didn't find some satisfaction soon, she felt sure she would go crazy from pure, blind horniness. She could no longer remember what point there was in resisting Daphne and the other sisters. Yes, they were obnoxious and Tasha was no one's pet, but what difference did it really make if she gave in and played along? They weren't really going to make her do anything that mattered. Tasha knew who she was and nothing they made her do would change that. Plus, if she promised to behave maybe she'd get to touch herself soon. She really needed to touch herself soon. These were the thoughts careening through her nearly lust-crazed mind, when she felt a hand on her bare shoulder. The touch alone was enough to send a shiver of excitement through her. Then she heard Daphne's voice, smooth as satin on ice, saying, Have you had enough, pup? There was a vestige of resistance in her still, so there was a moment before she answered, and then her voice came out as a low, throaty gasp. Tasha said, yes. I didn't hear that, pup. There was no answer in Daphne's voice, only a dry statement of fact. I, I said, yes, I've had enough. I'll do whatever you want me to do, Tasha said. As she said the words she slumped in the chair for the first time, as if something that had been holding her erect had just collapsed. Daphne moved around in front of Tasha and took her chin in hand. The dark-haired leader of the sisterhood looked into Tasha's eyes and said, Tell me again. I'll do anything you want me to do. I'll be a good pup. Daphne raised her eyebrows skeptically. Well, we'll see about that. Bring me the spreader, she said to someone behind Tasha. A bar with a little leather belt at either end was handed to Daphne, who examined it idly and said, Good, now untie her legs. Keep them spread, though. Two serving girls, neither of whom were Nina, hurried forward and untied the bonds around Tasha's ankles and then her knees. Unfortunately, they understood Daphne's instruction too well and held onto Tasha's legs so she couldn't squeeze her thighs together for a moment's pleasure. Here, Daphne handed the spreader to the girl on Tasha's left and said, tie it just under her knees. The leather belts were fastened according to Daphne's orders, one just under each knee, and the sturdy metal bar ensured that Tasha would not be able to close her legs. For a moment, Tasha hoped that this meant that Daphne wanted to make sure Tasha wouldn't try to keep anyone from getting at her privates, which Tasha had no inclination to try anyway. 
All too quickly, though, she realized, the bar was simply intended to keep Tasha from trying to satisfy herself with the pressure and friction of her own legs. Untie her wrists, Daphne commanded. Don't even think about touching yourself, pup. Tasha did as she was told, even though there was nothing she wanted more than to shove her left hand down between her legs. She was sure she could bring herself off in seconds flat. Get up, Daphne said as soon as Tasha's wrists were free. Tasha stood a bit awkwardly. Then, Daphne ordered, get down on your knees. Tasha was grateful to the two serving girls who helped her. After hours of sitting in that chair she was hardly flexible, and the spreader made things a bit difficult. Daphne told Tasha, hold your ankles. As she complied, Tasha saw that most of the sisters were now watching her and Daphne. They seemed amused by this new entertainment. The two serving girls tied leather cords around Tasha's wrists, and then tied each wrist to its respective ankle. Meanwhile, someone carried Tasha's chair away. To be continued. By Bradenton Larry for Literotica. Thanks for joining us for today's steamy story. Come back tomorrow for another tale of explicit romance and passion. We hope you found pleasure in today's story. Be sure to subscribe to Steamy Stories Podcast in your mobile podcasting app. Our podcast server and website also contains our full library of past episodes. Happy dreams.